Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to a Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning. But before we get into discussing the Word, let's take a moment and pray. God, we just thank you for today and for another opportunity to learn more about you, Lord, to mature and to be refined, Lord, that you continue to make us and mold us into the image of your Son, Jesus Christ, Lord. And we just thank you for your goodness and your Holy Spirit that you have sent in among our midst, Lord, to minister to each and every one of us, Lord, to guide us into all truth and show us things to come. We thank you for our listeners and our partners, Lord, and that you're blessing them and exalting them, Lord, and promoting them in the face of their enemies, Lord, and and among their peers, Lord, that you're giving them your favor, God, and they know that you love them, Lord. And we just thank you for those things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, welcome, everybody. We're glad to have you with us mm-hmm. as we continue to study God's Word. Amen. And uh, we're also continuing our st- series and study on the Lord's house. So but before we get into the Word, though, uh, ask if you are blessed by this message that you would like Subscribe on this and any number of our platforms, and that you would share it with someone else. So that way everyone can learn and grow in our Lord together. Mm -hmm. Amen. And you know, excuse me, when you like and share um, our podcast and you subscribe subscribe to it, it blesses us as well. Amen. We we definitely receive a, a blessing, and the the feedback is certainly encouraging. Now, while we're going to do what God asked us to do because He said to do it, that's that's our way. We do enjoy um, hearing from our our viewers and listeners that they enjoy this podcast as well. Amen. Absolutely, and and not just on the. The liking and the, and the subscribing and sharing, mm-hmm. but you can also reach out and contact us, share a prayer request or a praise report mm-hmm. or any of those things with us as well. We enjoy hearing from you, and you can do that either through our website at adayofprayer.org or directly through email at ministry at adayofprayer.org. Mm-hmm. So we'd yeah. love to hear from you, love to connect with you, and if you're in the Hampton Roads area, we'd love to have you come down and study the word together in Amen. person. Amen so to that. just reach out and uh, through one of those two ways, either our website or mm-hmm. our email and, and let us know when we can um, let you know where we're going to be meeting at and, Amen. and you know, studying the word together. Amen. So, but let's get into the word, shall we? We shall. <laughs> so that's, that's what we're here for. Amen. So can I get a volunteer to reread Exodus 27, verses 9 through 19, please. I will. All right, LaCharles. You shall also make the court of the tabernacle. For the south side there shall be hangings for the court made of fine woven linen, 100 cubits long for one side. And its 20 pillars and their 20 sockets shall be bronze. The hooks of the pillars and their bands shall be silver. 
Likewise, along the length of the north side, there shall be hangings, 100 cubits long, with its 20 pillars and their 20 sockets of bronze, and the hooks of the pillars and their bands of silver. And along the width of the court on the west side shall be hangings of 50 cubits, with their 10 pillars and their 10 sockets. The width of the court on the east side shall be 50 cubits. The hangings on one side of the gate shall be 15 cubits, with their three pillars and their three sockets. And on the other side shall be hangings of 15 cubits, with their three pillars and their three sockets. For the gate of the court there shall be a screen, 20 cubits long, woven of blue, purple, and scarlet thread, and fine woven linen, made by a weaver. It shall have four pillars and four sockets. All the pillars around the court shall have bands of silver. Their hooks shall be of silver and their sockets of bronze. The length of the court shall be 100 cubits, the width 50 throughout, and the height 5 cubits, made of fine woven linen and its sockets of bronze. All the utensils of the tabernacle for all its service, all its pegs and all the pegs of the court, shall be of bronze. Amen. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you, yes. So at this time, I'm going to open up the floor and give the opportunity for each of you to share with the Holy Spirit speaking and ministering to you. And of course, to ask any questions that you might have. So, who'd like to begin? I do. All right, Layla. A few devotionals ago, we were talking about um, how the Lord makes things easy for us and walking with Him. He doesn't make it hard and complicated and how sin, on the other hand, was very hard and ultra complicated sure it was it is it is it always will be mm-hmm. and the thing that caught my attention with the curtains was that it was fine woven now i mean as a child i'm like what who cares if it's fine woven you just want woven curtains but thinking about it um if you've ever had like sheen curtains it's finely made sheer? Yes, sheer curtains. Uh-huh. It's finely made. You can see through it, but it's all also really thin. You can take a number two pencil and tear a giant hole in it, and it's useless. <laughs> but he said fine woven. It's oddly specific. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I have a funny story to tell. Maybe I'll tell that sometime mm. about Layla and holes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and how it's, it's not very... Um, durable it looks very pretty and if, if the house is clean and you know nice and looks good but function wise it doesn't really serve any purpose and you see with when the lord when he made the curtains he made it fine woven linen so that it was together and it made it more durable and added strength to the cloth and the fabric because the children of israel had well children little ones that would probably be running around the tabernacle of the lord and if one fell or tripped um it if they had something sharp in their hand, like a stick, it wouldn't tear the walls that were supposed to make the court of the tabernacle that holds the the tent of meeting. Mm -hmm. So the Lord also foresaw that like a good parent does to their children. When you know you have kids, you don't get the white furniture because there'll be spaghetti sauce and crayon and marker all over. Oh, parents out there, you know. (laughs) Suddenly there's a big blue pen mark or a big blue <laughs> black pen mark sharpies I and i didn't know i had it in my pocket and it was open oh right. my gosh yes yes oh, oh, okay okay back to you layla go ahead <laughs> so the lord foresaw that and you see um the lord's parenting side coming out as well he made it so that the children of israel weren't harming themselves or harming his tabernacle and it's interesting that that 
the Lord does this and we see the how we should interact with one another, especially like um, parents, mommy and dad, you always tell me that I would reap what I sow, what I've sown. And if I want good children, I'd be a good child myself. And if I want to be a good parent, learn from you and dad. Don't think I've got a better way because I really don't. Um, and you see the Lord laying it out. Here's how a father is to their child. He doesn't just let them run amok all willy nilly. And mm -hmm. he puts protections in place and for those that are untrained their flesh has not been submitted and their mind has not been renewed they go oh the lord is trying to restrict me the lord's putting me in this box change it around your mind I, I i would ask you to think is it the lord's putting you in this box or he's putting all the harmful things inside a box like keeping it around and away from you like the children of israel when they were crossing the red sea mm -hmm. the angel of the lord went behind them in the pillar of fire to keep the egyptians the cloud of the cloud mm. to keep the Egyptians away from the children of Israel so that they could get to the promised land and get where they're supposed to go without experiencing harm. And when he was in the, in the cloud, there was other things that he did as well. He reduced the enemy's numbers a little bit. Some of them died then. And then, well, mm -hmm. the rest of them were swept up in the sea. And you see the Lord watching out over his people. Like he said, he would, he, he, promised that he would do these things and he's promised that he'd do it for you and there's a, a part that we have to play we can't abuse his grace or his mercy or his love or his forgiveness um paul says in ephesians um don't grieve the holy spirit by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption which means don't take him for granted don't try to take and extract from him because mm -hmm dad you can attest to this um he always tells me every time i try to take from myself i lose more every time i try to snatch and steal i miss out on what it was that i truly desired mm -hmm. and when we allow god to make the decisions and to bring us to the place where he wants us to be then we see the completion and we find out this is what we truly wanted um you can pick any one thing oh i, I wanted a cookie no what you really wanted was your parents' attention, but you went around it, went about it the wrong way. You tried to snatch and steal to get their attention when you could have just said, hey, mommy, hey, dad, I need a hug. Can, can I spend time with you? And mm -hmm. I'm speaking from my own life. I've done many things because I wanted my parents' attention, and I went about it the wrong way, and I would go... Lord, why, why, why am I being disciplined like this? Don't they know that I just that this is what I want? And He said, No, what you truly wanted was your parents' affection, and here's what you should do. Just like with him, come and ask the question, Daddy. Say that all the time. Just ask. Mm -hmm. Ask and it'll mm -hmm. be given to you. Not going to be open. Seek and you'll find. But as long as you go about it your own way, using your own means and methods. It is guaranteed that it will fail every time and that you'll end up missing God's good blessing. So the children of Israel with the building of the tabernacle, if they had gone about it their own way and gone, no, Lord, you know, that bronze is hot. I'm going to use clay instead. Or I don't want to weave that, that cloth. It, it's too much. I'm just going to get sheer curtains instead and throw some sheets up there. It looks good, right? It's not the same. Doing... Hmm. walking the way God told you and doing what he said is not the same thing as you doing your own thing. Schoolwork. So, so hold on. Let's, let's pause real quick. Right. Okay. You've said a lot 
And, and there's a lot of good things in what you've said, right? But at the core of what you're saying is there was a lack of understanding or you misunderstood some things, right? And, and I love how you brought this up about the Lord and in the, the tabernacle and talking about the court of the tabernacle and all the safeguards that that's really what it is. It's not about the Lord putting us in a box. Mm-hmm. It's about him as, as a, our heavenly father establishing safeguards for us in our own lives, right? Mm-hmm. Paul yes. says, for me to repeat the same thing is, is not a big deal. It's a safeguard for you, right? I think Peter yes. said the same thing. Uh, uh, Peter says something similar, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But then let's also look at what our Lord has said and spoken about himself, right? Uh, through his prophets, right? It talks yes. about how he is our hedge of protection, mm-hmm. right? Job talks about that. Uh, or actually Satan says that to the Lord. You've set a hedge of protection all about him, right? Mm-hmm. And yes. all his stuff, not just him, but also all all he owns. Everything, right? Uh, he, he determines to be our shield and buckler, our tall tower, right? All those things are, are defensive. They are to ward off the attacks of the enemy, mm-hmm. right? They're safeguards yes. for us, uh, our tall and strong tower, especially. Amen. The, the one that we can run to. So it's always open for us to run to it, but how many times have we misunderstood those things and then not run to the Lord? And I would say this, um, you you referenced the Lord putting things, taking the wicked things away and putting them in a box versus us, which is, there's, there's truth to that, like the lake of hell will be put in the lake of fire and done away mm-hmm. with. So sin and everything that goes with it, hell, the devil, antichrist, all of that, false prophet, and all the people that have chosen to go with Satan will be done away with and put in the lake of fire and never to bother the people of God anymore. Um, so so I, amen to that. I, I agree with you. I understand mm. what you're saying. Um, but then the, and the element of I was really looking for affection, but I went and did something else instead in order to get attention instead of coming directly. And to that, I would answer, and and I I think I love that you brought that up because that's a good point for believers. Oftentimes, we fail to receive what God gives to us. Uh And because we don't receive the blessing when he gives it to us, now we have an empty place inside of us. And now we're seeking and we're, we're longing for something but there's no fulfillment because when God brought the answer, we rejected it. You guys hear me talk to you about that all the time. Receive it in the time that it's given to you because you need it to move forward. But should yes. you choose not to receive it, then naturally you won't have it. I mean, I, I think all of us would understand if I give you a, a box of popcorn and you don't take it, and then you look around and say, well, I have no popcorn. Well, everybody else is... is- Chomping at some popcorn. Right. You're enjoying themselves and the flavor and the smells. Everybody's eyes would get big. Their eyebrows would go up and they go, what? But you didn't take it. It was offered to you and you didn't take it. As a matter of fact, remember you said no. Right? Right. Wouldn't each of us do that in that case? We go, why would you expect to have it? You didn't take it. You you said no. So the, the scripture says that before we call. God has already answered. He answers. Before we have need of a thing, he's already provided it. So when God gives us a, 
and here's the place that I see it the most in Christians. Um, God will say rest. <laughs> right. He'll, he'll give them a season of rest and they go, no, I got to work. I've been there myself. That's my, that's we, my whining we've voice. We've all been there. No, you know, I got to work, Lord. And then I proceed to go and endeavor in my own work, my own labors, busying to satisfy my flesh. Well, and that's, that's the key, right? It's not just work. It's, Lord, look at all I'm doing for you. Shh, shh, shh. Don't tell me I'm <laughs> serving you, Lord. Be quiet. Be quiet while I serve you. Mm. And then... When the period that God knew was coming up that was going to take all of my effort and my fortitude and mm-hmm. my resilience and um, perseverance. Energy like, and everything, right. I was going to have to put in work. Now when I get to it, I'm tired and I'm failing. And I'm, I'm falling because I didn't rest when God gave me the, the season and the period to rest. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in particular for you guys, the Lord has instructed us to be very affectionate. I mean, hugs and I love yous all the time. Sit down, let's spend time together all the time. So if you're ever wanting for affection, it's typically because when I said, hey, it's family time, you went to your room. Uh Uh-huh. Tell that truth. And you know where we got that from? We got parenting from the Lord. We we went to sought him out. We said, Father, teach us how to do this because I'll mess it up. Save them even from me. Protect my children even from me, Lord. And God gave us instruction. And we can have well intentions and be Amen. well intentioned all day, but that's, that still doesn't produce the, the fruit of righteousness. I tell you what, it sure does not. And it cannot. Until we invite God in, we don't have his answer and his abilities in operation and full effect, like in the full strength that he wants them mm-hmm. to be, that we need. So we asked and he gave us counsel and guidance because like you said, Layla, he is a good father. He's the best father. He knows how to balance um, all the components and aspects of love. Love is not only the, the fun and the pleasant stuff, but it's also the discipline and the more challenging things. And he does those all in perfect accord, perfect harmony and union and fellowship with his will and what the standard of righteousness is. So if we're looking at God and going, we don't, we need something and we don't have it. It's oftentimes because we failed to receive what he's already done. Salvation has already been provided. Comfort has already been provided. The Holy Spirit is here. He's in the earth and he is knocking on the doors of our heart every day, calling out to us every moment of every day, every second of every day, because he is not wearied by time. He's not. But if we never open the door, if we never allow him to come in and sup with us, if we never give him a voice or opinion in what things that we do, how can then we look back and say, well, I don't have this Lord. Why? You know what I mean? Like, et cetera, et cetera. It just makes no sense. So let us receive in the season that God gives it to us. Your healing is on that table that's prepared for you um, in the presence of your enemies that David refers to in Psalm 23. Your finances are on that table. Your wholeness and your soundness is on that table. Peace in your household is on that table. You receive what God has ordained and provided for you, not asking him to give it again because he already gave it. The works were finished from the foundation of the world. Uh If Jesus was a lamb slain before the foundation of the world, man had not even yet been uh, created, let alone had the opportunity to sin. Yet in God's mind, this was already done. Then I venture to say everything else is included as well. And the scripture actually does say that he gives us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Amen. He's given us all um, spiritual blessings and blessings in heavenly places. Has has given. Has. It's already done. Mm-hmm. We, by his stripes, we were healed. It's already done and finished. So, so now. you just have to receive it. it. That's our role. Receive it. And not 
not get mad because we and, don't have it and then we apply do it. have it exactly that's that's the other step and i'll I'll say sometimes it is challenging because your emotions want to talk right yes then your emotions absolutely. go oh here's this violin nobody loves me everybody hates me think i'll go eat worms right that i had to love plug me. my note to an amp make sure you heard it <laughs> i'm telling you what <laughs> you know we love to sing that song but there's no fault in god there's no flaw with him there's no lack in him he's provided everything you think about the garden that man was put into it wasn't missing anything nothing to even the point it didn't even rain yet because it was out of season and inappropriate for what was going on but it still didn't need it to provide everything that could even be desired exactly but i'm just saying like the lord didn't even allow the inconvenience of rain to come Mm -hmm. because man wasn't able to handle it just yet everything that was needed wasn't mm-hmm. um or like you know that it wasn't proper for that to come forward uh, first corinthians talks about we're not tempted above what we're able yes the adversary is not even allowed to come and test us unless god has equipped us already and we're masters with that equipment and we're able to over- overcome now if you choose not to put on the weapons or use the weapons that's your choice that's nobody else's fault certainly not god's because god has been a generous provider he is so forward thinking. He's so um, far ahead of what we need that he provides and takes care of everything. So it's already done. Mm-hmm. That garden was beautiful. And <laughs> our life is beautiful today. You know, there's still Amen. sin in the world. But, you know, something that you said, darling, that that stuck out to me and is, it has stuck with me is that Jesus turned the world into the garden wherever he went. He brought the garden with him and he expected that the father would treat him the same as he did Adam in the beginning. There's everything that you need, whether it's food on a tree, whether it's a fish with gold in its mouth, whether it's anything, walking on the sea, whatever it was, it would be provided because he is in the garden of the Lord. And that's what we're supposed to be doing, enforcing the blessing. Uh So amen to that. Let us receive what God has already done. Amen. Amen. Who else has something to share? I do. All right, promise. Okay, first Lord's talking to me about verse. Yes, verse 16 where it says, where the Lord told Moses to make the curtains to be. Talking about for the court gate? Yes, they're to be made by a weaver. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord is talking to me about how the Lord always has a job for someone to do. And when you take that job away from some, from that person, it oftentimes does something from them. Mm. All the times do something from them. And so the Lord is talking to me about with the weaver. The Lord, per- he had set aside that weaver to do the work of the Lord. But Moses said, no, any weaver is good enough. He will have taken away the opportunity for the weaver to enact his love for his or her love for the Lord. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. I like that you brought that up. Um, As we are studying the Lord's house, um, something that the Lord wanted us to know in this is not only is God specific and he has a plan and he's putting all these details in to this plan because it matters to him. But in that, he also has a role for each one of us to play in his plan of salvation and restoration of the heavenly community. We Mm -hmm. all have a plan, a place and a part and a role to play because he gave it to us. 
He didn't give it to us because he didn't want us to take it. He gave it to us because he wanted us to come in fellowship with him. And he wanted us to be a part. He wanted us to have reward and to take advantage of that opportunity. And I like that you said that promise, um, both sides of it. If we fail to take and receive what God asked us to receive, right? We miss out on the blessing that's associated. Uh, for example, if the Lord's like, I created you to be an engineer, go forth and engineer and do it according to what I show you for you to go. No, I'm going to be Batman or, you know, anything else. <laughs> <laughs> literally anything else yeah anything else outside is, of what he called you to be exactly do. you're doing yourself a disservice and that justice is not being brought forth because you are missing from the role that god created you to fill it creates and it means someone else will have to step over and fill that gap but you miss out on doing what god wanted you to do and have the fulfillment he wanted he wants you to have and on the other side when we refuse to let people take their place and have their role, we rob them of the opportunity to serve God and to fellowship with him in the fullness. And to be blessed by that. Amen. Amen. It is a blessing and an honor to serve the Lord. It sure is. It absolutely is. Um, At at any capacity. Amen to that. Whether it's, I asked you, and I ordained you to smile at this moment, to give this person a smile, because that was going to be the difference in turning their life around. At this moment, they would be able to hear or see how much I love them and start their life on a, a positive and correct direction and journey. Then smile by all means, <laughs> you know, rejoice in the Lord for what he has given you to do. So I'd like that you said that promise. Why did the, what do you think the Lord ministered that to your heart right now? Oh, because the Lord always has something for someone else to do. And if, so, if I'm always taking stuff because I think, That'll help me in the natural. I'm taking other things from other people that the Lord already has given to them. Amen. Amen. So a, a quick way of saying that would be run your race. Yes. <laughs> Stay in your lane as people like to say it in, in uh, America anyway. But run your race. Stay in your lane has kind of a nasty kind of connotation to it. But run your race. Do what God asked mm-hmm. you to do and let everyone else do what God asked them to do. When you obey the Lord, then we know that his will will be done as far as what you're concerned. Right? Yes. And that's the only one yes. you get to, to govern. Um, I think that's also a nice segue into if the Lord is, you know, placing on your heart to participate with a day of prayer um, by becoming a partner or sowing into the ministry, mm-hmm. whether it be with your gifts, gifts, your time or your talents, then we definitely want to make sure that you have the opportunity to do so because we would never want to keep you from receiving the blessing that God has for you um, in partnership. There are times where we, the Lord doesn't necessarily ask us to be the one doing certain things, but he asks us to support the ones that he sends. And I appreciate that. Um, Moses, was it her and Aaron that were holding up mm-hmm. his arms while Israel was fighting a battle? Uh, yep. If... Moses had said, no, Lord, I'm going to get down there and hold a sword. He would have been out of place. If it wasn't for her and Aaron, Moses not would, would not have been able to hold up his arms. So it's important that we're all where God asked us to be doing what he and doing what he asked us to do. So um, all that to say, if God is putting it on your heart to sow into this ministry, to participate with us, to um, fulfill a role, maybe he's putting something in your heart that you don't necessarily understand, like. Um, 
Lord, you know, God is maybe putting it on your heart to help with social media or something of that nature. And you can't necessarily see how it applies to this ministry. I would encourage you to get past what it seems like to you and just obey the Lord. Follow mm-hmm. him because you have no idea the things that he's fully speaking to our heart or anybody else's heart. And if God is asking you to minister to someone else in that way, don't don't shy away because you don't physically know with your natural senses. Press in and say, okay, I'm going to trust you, God. Just let me willing. reach out. Yeah, let me reach out and connect with him and offer. Do you need this kind of help? Maybe we don't know we need it right now. And God is going to speak to us the moment that you connect with us. You don't know. But when you follow the Lord, rest assured that you will be rewarded for that. And the result that he wants to come to pass will certainly be manifested and done. So um, you can connect with us on adayofprayer.org. And um, there are plenty of places on the website if you would like to give financially into this um, ministry. But if you would like to partner with us, there's also a um, a place on our page that you can partner with us Mm. and partner for prayer, um, meaning that you'll join your faith with ours, pray with us, pray for us and with us on a regular basis. And whatever God is speaking to your heart concerning us, you will be obedient to do that and give us the opportunity to do the same. Amen. It's just sharing in the work yeah. of the ministry, Amen. what the Lord's called us to do. Amen. So, Amen. And, and of course, the reward that's credited to our heavenly account as a result. Amen. And naturally, there are, there are natural benefits to that. Sometimes I don't always, it doesn't make sense always what God is asking me to do, but it makes sense to him. So I let him be in charge and I trust. (laughs) Amen to that. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's pause there for today. And uh, with that, can I get someone to close out in prayer, please? I will. Okay. All right. I promise. Lord, I just thank you for today. And I just thank you for coming into our midst and just giving us what we asked for when it's in, when it's when it aligns with your word. Lord, I also just thank you for just blessing us immensely and giving us opportunities you want us to have, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. In name, amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.